The Little Written Podcast. Conversations with writers. So I am fortunate enough to have been selected as one of the writers for the Page to Stage Festival, which will take place in Liverpool between the 3rd and the 17th of April. This is a festival of new writing, new plays, that will be performed at various venues around the city. Over the next few weeks, I will be doing some short interviews with writers, uh, possibly the odd director, who are involved with the Page to Stage Festival. So here is the first of those interviews. I'm Michael Rumney. I'm actually retired, <laughs> but I do have written a play for Page to Stage in Liverpool, which will be on in April this year, 2016. OK, great. What's the name of the play? The play is called Bricks. It's about two sisters. One lives in Burnley, the other lives in Greece. The sister who lives in Burnley is looking after their father who's got Alzheimer's disease. Uh, she's been advised to put him in care for the benefit of her own health. The sister who lives in Greece gets wind of this and comes home unexpectedly because she doesn't want her father going in care. Arguments involving the sisters come about because what's going to happen, who's going to put him in care, where, and that sort of thing. So, great. How did you get into writing in the first place then? How did this come about? Um, well, I've always been interested in plays. Mm-hmm. I, I used to, um, from 16 or whatever. And I saw a particular bad play at the Royal Exchange. Okay, do you want to name names? Uh, no. <laughs> but I think it was about some photographer. And it was so bad, I thought I could write better than that. Okay. And so I went and tried it myself. When was this then? Oh, it's probably about 1995. Okay, so you've been doing this a while then? Yeah, but I've never very limited success. It's only in the last few years. Um, I had a, uh, some rehearsed readings on in the King's Arms in Salford mm-hmm. and they had a small play on there as well as part of the Organised Chaos programme mm-hmm. and I have actually had a, deliver, a director from Liverpool and she wanted to showcase it at the Liverpool Everyman mm-hmm. so I can say it was the first play ever performed at the new Liverpool Everyman That's stage That's definitely <laughs> a claim to fame there, isn't it? That's brilliant yeah. So uh, how, did, how did that come about that you got that play into the, 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 the pub in, that pub in Salford then? Um, just by networking in a way, because I knew, because you go, I go around fringe theatre in Manchester, you get to know people, mm-hmm. and I knew organised chaos. I'd done some stuff monologues with them before, mm-hmm. and they had this perspective programs, and I just applied, and they said, "Well, yeah, come along and do it." Great. So that's how I got involved with that, and that was a, a good thing for me. And it's all taken off from there. Then. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, so let's bring it back to your play for the page to stage festival then so bricks what was the inspiration for this play i guess the themes are sort of about um, obviously issues with aging and, and it, illness it, that wasn't the motivation of the play believe it or not okay it was my two cousins who were constantly arguing right over their father who mm-hmm. didn't need care and who did this that and all didn't do this that and each blamed the other for doing things they hadn't done mm-hmm. And one lived in Manchester, <laughs> the other lived in Greece. <laughs> and they absolutely hated each other. Right. And I just wondered, why, could, why did they hate each other so much? And they were two sisters. And it, they really did hate each other. Well, fortunately, one of my cousins, else, one of them, she died a few years ago. And I actually told the other, her sister mm-hmm. that I'd written this play. And she was quite okay about it. Because <laughs> she knew that they were always arguing. <laughs> Yeah, it's an awkward one, isn't it? Because obviously families can give a lot of inspiration, but then yeah. if they, if it's too close to home, you could upset people. Or they can recognise themselves. Yeah. 
but she may not have read. But I've told her about it anyway, so she knows about it. Yeah, it's an interesting issue that the caring for elderly relatives often is difficult. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I had a rehearsed reading of the play, and the director I had for the play, uh, she's, an, she's an aspiring director, but she worked in a solicitor's office, I believe. Okay. And she kept telling me how the number of... Um, the number of arguments families would have over estates and care mm-hmm. because the first question they would ask, well, how much is this care going to cost? Right. And it was a big concern for them. And so she, she could relate to the play, which was useful. How about how you go about writing the play then? So how did you start it off? How did you plan it? I do plan, but I tend to write freehand first okay get the ideas down first and then start putting things on the computer as it were mm-hmm. and then I will read them again and then basically I tend to cut a lot of things and I tend to write very short sentences I don't like long drawn out speeches that characters make and they very tend to they, my speech patterns and my characters tend to be quite sharp and short yeah and it tends to bring the pace up a bit I'm not precious about the words either. Hmm. Um, I like this process of working with the director and actors because they will see things that you can't Mm -hmm. and if they say that's not working, I'm not bothered about it going out. Hmm. It's better we're not there if it's not working. So what about uh, characters then? Obviously these ones have come from real life to an extent. How much of those real people was in the characters and how much was constructed? Uh, It's made up. Right. Uh, in fact, one of the situations the, ca- the characters talk about, it, it happened to my brother uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 30 years ago. I just remember this situation and put it in the play. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing to do with the two sisters never, ever did this as far as I, they, uh, they were concerned. I just made that up, mm-hmm. just made it up for the play. So a lot of it's made up, um, but there's some truth in there as well. Yeah, but it's... Uh, the truths are made up of different things. For example, Louise says that Janet has to go in care for the good, good of her own health. That came about from a situation from my parents mm-hmm. who had to put my grandmother in care mm-hmm. for, for the good of the health of my own father. So that's where that, that idea came, came from, from that situation. Because people, have to, people don't realise. That's why I've got a little tagline of who cares for the carers. Because... Caring for somebody can be stressful, mm-hmm. and people don't realise how stressful it can be, and even the carers don't realise it. So, is that one of the objectives of writing the play? To it was actually yes, yes, to make people aware of these issues. Yeah, yeah. So, ha- has this play gone through lots of drafts? It has. Right. When it when I, I did the original play five years ago, mm-hmm. it had four characters in. Mm-hmm. And I got I got it workshopped at the Oldham Coliseum with Janet, sorry Joyce Brand, who's Kenneth Brand's sister. Um, oh wow! Uh, I originally had the father in it. The father disappeared as well. Mm-hmm. Grandson disappeared, so we ended up just the two two girls. So it's gradually been cut down from a larger. Ca- was that through practicality, or was that because you just thought those characters were not necessary to tell the story? Uh, the fifteen-year-old lad was certainly not necessary. Uh-huh. He it was. He didn't need him, it was obvious. I thought about keeping the father in, but if you're going to do fringe theatre, it's very difficult to cast a 70-year-old actor. Yeah. 
And I thought, did you really, could you tell the same story without that character? It's a bit awkward getting him out of, out of scene. You have to put him in the garden yeah. and he's upstairs in the bedroom having to sleep. Or, mm. But there's a long tradition of characters it, who don't appear. Yeah, exactly. And he's, a, he's a character that is unseen in the play. Yeah. It's like the elephant in the room, if you like. Oh. They do, he's not there, but they do talk about him. So do you regret having to have him out because it was a practical difficulty or do you feel the play is kind of... It's one of the fee- one of the interesting feedbacks I got from this process mm-hmm. from one of the readers who read the play actually said it's quite interesting you never see the father mm-hmm. and I thought yeah you're right and I, I I tended to think that it was interesting you just didn't see him yeah it can become know. a virtue yeah it's... and it's a, it was a bit unusual because mm-hmm. the natural instinct would have to put the father in because he's there yeah but I deliberately took him out yeah. <laughs> So, what are your pl- your page to stage experience so far? How's it been for you thus far? Oh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot to do, and um, it's certainly improved my IT skills because I'm right. pretty useless. I didn't have a Twitter account, and I've now got one. And you're now one of the most prolific <laughs> Twitterers among all the writers of the festival. Yeah, I, mean, I opened two Twitter accounts: one for the player, it bricks the player, at bricks the player. And there's me on, which is at Mick Rumney. It's M-I-C-R-U-M-N-E-Y, one. So I've got the two going. It's just about networking and getting it out there and trying to get that audience. That's the thing. That's the, to me, the easiest part was writing the play. Mm-hmm. The more difficult part <laughs> is getting an audience, getting the posts yeah. done, getting all, all the other things that need to be done for the play. Well, you're on good ground if you think that the playwriting is the easy bit, I'd say. <laughs> uh, so we just had the casting day today, so good luck with the auditions, I guess. Yeah, we, the, the audition is on Friday at the Pilgrim in Liverpool. Uh, we're seeing about a dozen people, and I'm looking forward to it because they're not going to be just reading something they've prepared. The directors, well, it was wonderful to do my director, Hannah Kelly, has organised some sort of role play. Be interested to see how they get on with each other, then we'd probably make a decision. Great. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. Great. Thank you, you, Thomas. So you heard Michael give his contact details there. You can keep up with news of the Page to Stage Festival on Twitter, at P2S underscore festival, and on the website pagetostage.org.uk. For details of my play, An Everyday Apocalypse which tracks the breakdown of a marriage against the background of a zombie apocalypse, follow at apocalypse underscore play on Twitter, where you also find a link to our Facebook page. Follow me, Thomas Oloran Evans, at Mathistopheles, and the Little Written podcast at Little Written. More links relevant for this episode can be found at www.littlewritten.co.uk.